Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this episode. My guest today is Shiraz Babu, and he is an award-winning author, international speaker, and reality interventionist, which I cannot wait to talk about. He is known for helping people to rewrite their reality and overcome challenges in their lives using what he calls energetic magic. He's helped hundreds of people to overcome illness, poverty, and unconsciously addicted struggles. Overall, he is a renowned personality in the area of reality addiction, and his book, How to Rewrite Reality, has changed lives across the globe. So welcome to our show today. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you, Jen. I'm so happy to be here. Good, 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 good. So I want to I want to dig into uh, reality and especially subconscious re- reality. You know, I talk a lot about uh, increasing the awareness of how you're presenting yourself, increasing the awareness of um, your the way you react with people. Tell us a little bit about the reality. We are programmed to act and react in specific ways, and we call them habits. And uh, Everyone's got this, but there's also an addiction component to it. So this is why it can be so hard for people to change, because if you decide, I want to change my life, I want to be less reactive, I want to be less frustrated and more happy. When you try to change those habits, your body can physically go into withdrawal without you realizing it. And so when that happens and says, like, what happens, especially for emotions, every emotion has a chemical cocktail that gets put into your body whenever you have experienced that emotion. So if you live in frustration most of your life, your body is used to getting the chemicals for frustration. Your cells actually create receptors to receive those chemicals. So when you say, I'm done with frustration, I'm gonna be happy. You start being happy and the cells aren't getting those chemicals. Mm -hmm. They go into withdrawal, they send a signal to your brain, says, make this person frustrated. And so something happens, something triggers you, you get frustrated, those chemicals hit your cells, your cells go, oh, thank God. And you get pulled back into the addiction. It is a physical withdrawal, but it doesn't feel like I need to be frustrated. It feels like, hey, I'm happy, I'm happy. It's like, oh my God, that person pissed me off. Right, right. It wasn't me, it was circumstance. But no, it was actually your body saying, no, I want you to react. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I've read, and so I'm going to ask you how we overcome this, obviously, but 
But one of the things that I that I've read is that, you know, the counterbalance and you just said that the counterbalance to changing habit is, you know, I'm going to stop smoking and it doesn't, for example, and it doesn't you don't stop smoking because you just say that you're going to you have to counterbalance that with something to replace the urge to smoke. So you just said, you know, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm going to be happy. You replace that urge, but you're saying that it still sticks. So how do you sever, sever these reactionaries to, to, and and maybe this is the reality of it. So how is that severed? Tell us a little bit about that. There's a few different ways to do it. And one of it just, one of the things just starts with awareness. Mm -hmm. So when you are aware that there's an addiction component, then when you're trying to be happy and you get frustrated, instead of going, oh my God, I got frustrated again, you could say, oh, that was just withdrawal. Let's just let it go, reset, start again. So you don't get frustrated about being frustrated. So you can get sucked in there. Right. You're just like, oh, this is just part of the process. Right? So the other thing is to do things to be in that new state, whether it's the emotion or the actions you need to take, keep reinforcing that. So for me, there used to be a lot of frustration. There used to be uh, anxiety. Uh, there was a period in my life where I was making zero money for two years, like not even minimum wage or small amounts. It was zero for two years. So there was frustration in there. There was fear of losing everything. There was like the um, the shame and overwhelm of debt just piling up. And it took this decision to get, say, you know what, <laughs> it's let's just let it all go. And then finding ways to stay in a happier state. So watching my favorite videos and hanging out with my friends and and doing these things to keep putting me into that state. Because the longer you get into the new state, the the sooner your cells actually start to change their receptors for that new state. So now right now my body's addicted to laughter. Yeah. So (laughs) every day there's a reason to laugh. Yeah. And I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to keep this addiction as long as possible. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. So I want to step back. Thank you for bringing, uh, thank you for sharing that. And we can go deeper into this obviously, because I, but uh, you know, you bring, you bring up some things that you had some challenges with and, you know, I want to, I want to go back to that because many people that are listening you know, to this podcast are saying, you know, I'm challenged with that. I can't, I have an addiction to negativity. I have addiction to this relationship that, you know, I shouldn't be in this relationship, whatever, whatever their addiction is, because it's, we're not talking about drugs specifically, but we're talking about, you know, what your, how your body reacts to negativity or, um, depression, you know, those types of things. So step us back a little bit, why were you in that state of for two years um, not earning any money? What what happened in your life? And then why did you choose to make this your life's mission? Okay. The reason I was in that state, and this is what happens with a lot of people, is I pushed up against an unconscious barrier I didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. So I had actually figured out how to go from six figures to seven figures. And it was just um, part of my life's journey that like, I was looking at, I was thinking, I got a pretty good life. I'm making, it was between $100,000 and $150,000. Things are, things are good. But then something said, hey, why, why settle at six, go to seven? Mm-hmm. And in that decision to go to seven figures, I bumped up against and a belief that was there from when I was a teenager that uh, I was having conversations with my friends and 
uh, several of them that said, you're, you're going to do some amazing things. Like you're going to probably be famous. You're going to definitely make lots of money. You're going to have the house on the beach, travel the world. And, and you know, that's going to be great because then we can come hang out with you. We can come on trips with you. And for them, that sounded like a great idea. But for me, it was going into my brain is you're all going to leech off me. <laughs> like, oh, hell no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so subconsciously, you didn't want to be successful because someone might leech off you. Yeah. And the money I was making was high enough success that I could enjoy it, but I didn't have to share it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. And so when that was it. And so when I realized, wait, I could be making seven figures, it it was like a reverser. You want to go here? No, we'll push you here. We'll push you as far away from that goal because we're terrified of that goal. So mm-hmm. it pushed me down to zero. Right. And and people that have been through that where they're trying to create success and then they just crash. That's what's happening. You're pushing up against a belief system that you don't know is there. And it's always about emotions because your your mind prioritizes avoiding emotional distress over having physical circumstances. Mm -hmm. So rather than feel guilted, pressured, all that stuff that would come from my friends, I opted to create poverty because it doesn't care about the physical. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's amazing. I love, I love that you're sharing that again, you know, and so many people have this, I mean, people that you and I, you know, associate with, you know, in the speaker world and the coaching world, so many people have this, this barrier. I know I had the barrier. I had to learn to live through it. Mine was a resentment barrier and, you know, had to live through that, uh, work through that. I shouldn't say I lived through it through <laughs> for a really long time, but then I worked through, you know, and saying, wait a minute, there's resentment. So I'll just, I'll just keep my income low because the more I make, the more I resent. And I had to find Mm. another way to get around that, which I did, but it's hard. It's hard to get through that. And it's hard to even recognize it. Are there, are there steps that people can take to even recognize it? What if we aren't recognizing it? So here's the easiest way to recognize it. Any consistent issue in your life is an addiction. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's Good or it. bad. It's just that simple. Good, Good or, or bad. bad. Any any consistent issue is is an addiction. Mm-hmm. So if you're not making enough money, you are addicted to not making that money, and it's based on some emotional solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a client that she was always living paycheck to paycheck, and <laughs> when we looked into it, it there were multiple reasons. Number one, whenever she started to make a lot of money, her her daughter automatically started to spend more money. Mm-hmm. So her mind said, well, if we don't make the money, she won't spend the money. Uh, and and this, this came from an emotional thing because her daughter would guilt her into giving her the money. So to avoid the guilt. Avoid <laughs> the money. Happen. Yep. yep. The and money. then the other thing was um, sometimes her friends wanted to go do things that she didn't want to do. And I can't afford it was the easiest excuse for her. Mm-hmm. So it gave her a way to say no to her friends again without feeling guilt about I'm, I'm saying no to you. So it's amazing. Guilt, shame, and heartbreak are the three biggest emotions your mind tries to avoid. So most of what's going on, the, the problems you're having are rooted in the avoidance of those three those three emotions. Of guilt, shame, and what? Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, so you move people from this nasty darkness <laughs> into this beautiful light, and you call it energetic <laughs> magic. Um, I, I love that you're calling it, you yes. know, this this magic. Um, you know, specifically because you you work with Jay Souter, and so do I. So I think of magic, you know, automatically. Um, what? Why, why, why do you call it energetic magic? Um, not laughter, for example, because you're, you're loving laughter. I mean, I, I definitely laughter is in, is energetic. There's no question about it and it's contagious, but, but yeah. why energetic magic? When I work with people, there's a shift in energy. Mm -hmm. So the techniques I use help to rewire the neural pathways in your brain. But when that happens, it's always an energetic shift. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I, when I wanted to name this, I said, okay, it's got to be something around energy, right? And right. we things like brain training and, and stuff like that, but no, it's about energy. It's all coming down to the energy and the energy of how you feel, the energy that's shifting around you. It's all energy. And then one of my friends says, but no, we call you the wizard because we get results like magic. Like I've had results with people in as little as five minutes. Wow. Right. Wow. So they said, so it has to be magic. And then we were arguing back and forth, energy, magic. And then finally someone says, why don't you just call it energetic magic? And I'm like, oh yeah, that works. <laughs> I kind of get it. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes we can't see our own ears, right? And we need everybody else to do something yeah. for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Can you tell us a little story about, yeah, and you did say something about, you know, yourself, you said something about another person, but can you give us a story um, or share about a client, you know, a um, situation that they had been fighting for so long, you know, as a business owner? Sure. Uh, one of my clients, she did private coaching. Uh, she was a grief and trauma counselor. So she would put people through this multi-week program, one-on-one -on -one coaching. And, and it's a very, very powerful program. And she'd have great results. The issue was she would never be able to get more than four clients a month. Now, it was a $2,000 program. So when she got four clients, that's a good month, but she didn't always get four clients. Sometimes it would be one client. Mm -hmm. And so she came to me and she said, this has been going on. I've tried promotions. I've tried business coaches. I've tried, you know, different, different ways of doing deals and marketing. Nothing works. I can't get past four clients a month. When we looked at what was going on with her, I found out that she had this, um, belief that if she went past four it wouldn't be five or six seven six or seven was her sweet spot she can get six or seven clients a month she that's all she wanted she thought it would go 15 or 30 or 40 right that's what was playing in her unconscious mind mm -hmm. and that's just too much that's overwhelming for one-on-one -on -one coaching there's no way she could keep up and so when that came up i said well when you hit seven just start refusing people and she looked at me and she goes I can't refuse people coming to me for grief and trauma. I, uh, what kind of a person would do that? <laughs> so her mind had said, above four, your choices are overwhelm or shame. Mm -hmm. That's it. Those are the only two choices you got. And when we shifted her mindset to so that it did, those weren't the only two choices. And uh, even just recommending things like if people come to you, there are other people in your field that you trust, start sending them out. You could even get commissions from that. Mm -hmm. Everything shifted inside her. By that afternoon, she had her fifth client for the month. By the next week, she had her sixth client for the month. Oh my God. And now she consistently gets six or seven clients every single month. And right. it's been two years now. 
Yeah. And it makes her happy because now she's serving the amount of people she can. She's not saying no to anybody, uh, which gives her guilt. You know, maybe there's some shame in that that gives her guilt, you know, that I can't serve everybody. And so I'm just only going to serve this, you know, interest. Yeah, it's interesting you said that. I'm, you know, I was thinking back on, and it's funny because this has never been brought up in in the counseling, <laughs> if you call it, in the work that I did with someone about this, right? <laughs> um, is, you know, I tell this story quite often and, and partly why, you know, one of my podcasts is called, you know, Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, because this is really what this is. and. Um, you know, I had had a period of time in my mortgage practice many years ago where I was closing 18 loans a month, 18 loans a month, 18 loans a month, 18 loans a month. And I had more loans in my pipeline to be able to close more, but I couldn't get past that. Maybe I should say I didn't allow myself to get past it, right? I didn't allow myself to get past that. And I had to think of other strategies, you know, to be able to do, um, to change that. And I wonder now, I think of it as a mechanical approach uh, that I just needed to hire a team because I was working, you know, myself to the bone, but, but there's a mindset shift that happens with that as well. And it's letting go of the control of my reputation, the control of nobody can do it better than me. And I think that's an addiction too. So, you know, it's not just, um, you know, and that is an emotional condition addiction, right? That I'm the only one who can do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. I didn't think of it as an emotional. I thought, I thought of it as a systematic problem, but it really was tied to an emotional yeah. problem as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, well, and I did, I got past it and and immediately, you know, I laugh about this all the time. You can find all kinds of video of me saying, I didn't go to 19 loans. I went to 26 and then I went even further after that. Right. So then I had other problems, <laughs> other challenges that were happened uh, because now I had systematic issues. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's, you know, really, really powerful. Um, are there any, are there any, uh, I'll say exercises that we can do to uh, help this muscle, you know, this mental muscle in our brain to be reminded other than, I mean, hopefully without you walking around us and, and me saying, well, I can't do this or I can't do that. Or don't tell me I can't write my book. Don't tell me I can't do this. Um, You know, I I can't seem to get past four people or 12 people to attend something. Um, Other than you walking around and tapping us on the shoulder and going, Hey, that's an awareness. That's an awareness. What's a, what's a muscle memory we could start putting into play to help us? There's a couple of things. Number one, when you, when you see that there's that consistent issue, instead of asking, how do I get out of this? Or why is this happening to me? You want to ask yourself, what's the benefit I'm getting out of this situation? Mm. It's either an immediate benefit or it's preventing you from going to someplace you're worried about. Like for me, it was, it's preventing me from having all these people leech off me. Now it's, it's funny because when I, when I got rid of that belief and now I, my income doubled over the next year and I'm, and I'm set for hitting seven figures this year. uh, No one's coming to leech off me because that was just teenage talk that I locked in as a belief is that's, what's going to be true. And like, no one's doing it. Right. So it's this false thing we create. Yeah. But that's one of the big things. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the other thing you can do is start doing brain training. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the exercises uh, that I was, I was taught uh, early on 
is number one, just getting your mind to focus for more than 30 seconds on a time on a specific thought and emotion. Mm -hmm. Most people can hold a thought for seven seconds or less. Yeah. So this is an exercise you need to do to build that muscle so that when you want to focus on what you want, you can hold that thought and the emotion This is important is not just the thought, the corresponding emotion. And that's what's going to rewrite the neural pathways in your brain. That's what's going to break the addiction. I have audios that uh, I've created so people can start doing these exercises. And um, eventually, I've, I've got an app coming out this, this year so that you can just use the app to, to listen to the audios and do the exercises. Uh, but I didn't realize, like, when I was taught these exercises at the beginning, it was just to get me calm and focused. Right. And I, I thought that's what I was doing. I was it's it's almost like a meditation, except a lot of the exercises you can do while you're out for a walk or while you're doing dishes or while you're eating. So it becomes this waking meditation and it doesn't have to take any extra time out of your day, which is really, really cool. But it still trains your brain to think the right way. And the more you do that, the more that's just how you think. And so now it's not like I don't have bad days. Well, no, I don't have bad days. I have I have bad minutes i might have a couple bad hours but i never have bad days anymore because it's yeah. just been trained out and that's key, that's key too you know not to have um you know we talk i talk about this a lot in business is that you know in the morning and so what you're saying is minutes i get this but but in the morning you know what is that morning routine what is that evening routine whether it's meditation or prayer or reading or affirmations or you know tea <laughs> whatever, whatever that is, you know, I always say chaos can ensue throughout the day, but as long as you have these bookends to pull you in, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to be really successful. What you're saying is that chaos doesn't have to be as chaotic or as, you know, up and down and all around. It could be more of a straight line and not a flat line, but just more of a straight line, you know, of not having so many of those types of days so that you're exhausted at the end of the day. And this helps you, you yeah. know, not only achieve the goals and dreams that you have, but it also helps you physically not be exhausted combating these unknown unconscious things that are around you all day long. Exactly. And it's important. It's, you're right. It's important to have the bookends. But when you start using these exercises, and some of them, you can do it in two minutes. You can put these through your day to yeah. break everything up, to get you to that calm space. Because remember, you just need to hold a thought for 30 seconds. So if you do a two-minute exercise, you're way beyond 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I know we have a link for that um, here in the show notes so that people can get that uh, from you. So thank you so much for, for giving us that. So as we finish our time together, what, what would you like to leave people with? What do you have coming up? What would you, do you want to give them some type of a quote? What do you want to say? Uh, the thing I, I, I love to say is uh, don't be afraid to be the happiest person in the room. <laughs> a lot of times people get treated like, like it's bad add to be so happy like happiness is an illness what drugs are you on right right but when you allow yourself to be happy the happiest person in the room you've raised the level of happiness in the room and other people will see how happy you are and they can now come up because they're afraid to be happy so yeah. be as happy as you can as, as often as you can and don't give a crap what anyone else thinks about it yeah 
I love that. I love it. Thank you so much, Shiraz, for being with us today. I love, we've only hit the tip of the iceberg, I know, for what you can offer people. So, you know, if you're listening to this, I encourage you to get in touch with Shiraz. Make sure that you're listening to this two minutes at minimum. If you're watching this podcast or listening to the podcast, add this to it. Add this to it. That doesn't hurt to take a couple minutes every single day, you know, to improve yourself and get and get better and um, reach out to Shiraz if you want to work with him as well. I'm sure that as soon as you get this gift, he's going to connect with you and and, uh, you know, take him up on any offers that he's got going on. So, uh, Shiraz, one other quick thing. I know that you just had a big summit and I was part of that. Thank you so much for having me be part of that. And I hope that I, my contribution was good to, uh, to it because it was very mindset healing type of, uh, summit. And I was talking about business, but in a different facet than most people hear me speak about. So um, what's coming up for you? Do you have another summit coming up? Do you have an event coming up that someone could be tapping into? Oh my God. Uh, there's always something coming up. So, and, and thank you so much for, for being in, in the summit. It's, it's funny because people think it's going to be more about mindset, but it's, it was about teaching healers how to create wealth and how to do business. Right. And that's something, you know, so that's why I wanted you yeah. in that event. Yeah. And there will be another one coming up in the fall. Uh, what's coming up for me right now is I'm, I'm actually doing a workshop based on my book, How to Rewrite Reality. It's a, it's a three-day intensive on the concepts in the book, clearing out all your crappy beliefs as we go. And that's coming up at the end of May. And at the end of July, there's a, a three-day event where I'm going to have, it's, it's like a summit, but it's more concise. There'll be um, hour-long talks instead of half-hour talks, and it's going to be more intense and it's all about taking your business, your coaching business to the next level. Beautiful, beautiful. And I know that anybody who gets your uh, freebie here, your brain uh, focus and brain training audios will get information about all of those events. So I would encourage everyone to, gosh, you know, if you've had struggles and and just feel like there's a lid on your business or there's a lid on your life or a lid on your relationships, you know, Take him up on his offer. Click on that link below and make sure that you get that. So again, thank you so much, Shiraz. Happy to have you here. Thank you so much for your time and your energy. Appreciate it and bringing us all that magic. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to spend time with us so that you can learn more about how to improve yourself and your business and your life all the way around. And don't forget to click on the YouTube link and go and subscribe to us as well so you can see us doing what you're hearing. And last but not least is don't forget to click on the link about the Limitless event that's coming up in the middle of May in Phoenix, Arizona, three-day event. We would love to see you there and can't wait to uh, share with you as much as we can in the time that we have together. So thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact loved this episode, be sure to subscribe right now at www.genduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.